Welcome to A Downsize Life. I'm your host, Danny Brown, and in the winter of 2019, my wife and I moved our family from a sprawling city in southern Ontario, Canada, to a small town three hours north. This podcast is about our journey to downsize in our lives. Lessons learned, successes earned, and everything in between. If you're looking to downsize your life, then join us and listen for free at downsizepod.com or wherever you relax with podcasts. Well, in the words of Obi-Wan Kenobi, hello there. It's been a while, hasn't it? February 2020, in fact, was the previous episode. That's over three years ago. We're in May 2023, as I record this. And where does time go? Well, I mean, I think we all know the answer to that one if we think back to 2020, and especially February 2020. So this episode's going to be a bit of a catch-up as I prepare new ones to come your way and continue your journey on downsizing our life. So what's happened in the three years since we last connected? Well, I think the big elephant in the room, let's get it out of the way now, is COVID. No one expected that. And obviously there's no explanation needed about COVID, but no one expected that to happen. No one saw that coming. And it was just, it was a weird time, wasn't it? And I guess it's still kind of a weird time now, but that really was a weird where just the whole world came to a standstill when it originally happened. And there was lockdowns. Obviously, there was a lot of people got very sick and unfortunately died and passed away. It's one of these once-in-a-lifetime things, I think, um, or certainly one of the once-in-a-lifetime things. We've had pandemics before, um, but I think this is one that's really that really affected the world and, and kind of for a while actually brought us all together, which was nice to see. That's kind of disappeared now, and I'm not going to get into that. There's, you know, everybody's got their own point of view on, on COVID, etc., but it was a strange time. Now, we were fortunate. We had just moved up here in November of the year before. So we were away from the big city into a really small village, as I mentioned in previous episodes. And that worked for us when it came to COVID. We didn't have to worry about self-isolation because it's a small village with only 800 families. We're already pretty isolated anyway. So that was lucky. If we'd still been in Burlington, where everybody was, you know, not jam-packed together, but very much closer to each other. That would have been a different story, I think. And I know a lot of my friends and their families and friends, etc. They had a harder time with COVID than we did. So we were very fortunate. But the kids hated it, especially Ewan. They just started making friends at school because they'd come into the school year halfway through in November. So come February stroke March of 2020, they'd maybe been there just about three months, just over three months, when you take into account the Christmas holidays and March break. But March break turned into an extended break that turned into right up to summer and then turned into a whole year of the school being closed, online learning and all that stuff because of COVID and everybody taking precautions. So everybody moved over to online learning and Sailor enjoyed it. She was fine. She got online. She just did her thing, chatted with her friends as usual, got on with her, her schoolwork, etc. But Ewan really needs social interaction. So online for him was a big negative and it resulted in him drifting and losing interest in school. And I don't blame him. He had five teachers in the space of a year because of supply teachers. One teacher was leaving, a new teacher came in, etc. And it was just a whole bunch of stuff that really affected him and really impacted his state of mind. So all that came to head in 2021 as we continued into the, the lockdowns. Lockdowns were easing and schools were starting to think about going back from online learning to physical in the class learning, but that wasn't quite there yet. And it all came to head in 2021 when 
I was speaking to you and I could see him really struggling with school. He'd, he wasn't sleeping. He had really bad bags under his eyes. He was just looking so tired and not happy. And I sat down and we spoke and he just burst out a really horrible sob that he just wanted a friend. And that broke my heart to see my son struggle like that, that all he wanted to do was have a friend that was physical that he could play with and have fun with. And that just broke my heart. So I reached out to a private Facebook group that we're part of up here, the where it's for the local community, and just reached out and asked if there were any parents of kids that were in Ewan's class at his age and his grade. And two replied. And that was just the best thing that happened because from there, we arranged a play date with their kids, James and Adam. And that really made a huge difference with Ewan. It pulled him back from what I believe would have been a serious mental wellness issue. And I'm just so thankful that these two parents replied to my cry for help on behalf of my son's cry for help. And now he's thriving. He's just so good. He's in grade seven now, approaching the end of that year, ready to be in the final year of elementary before going to high school. So he's really thriving, which is awesome. In other news, I lost my job. COVID cutbacks at the agency I worked at because of client cutbacks resulted in me losing my job in March, end of March, I think, of 2020. So everything happened in March, basically. COVID really kicked off. The schools went into lockdown after the March break, and I lost my job at the agency. And because no one was hiring, because there was a lot of uncertainty about what was happening in the workplace, nobody was hiring. So times were really tough. Thankfully, the Canadian federal government helped with their CERB package, and that was for non-workers during COVID, which gave you a minimum amount of dollars every month for a period of up to five or six months, I think it was, if you needed it. Now, that did have to be paid back at some stage, but this was tax-free, interest-free, not like a loan, but it was a help package, an aid package that was to tide Canadians over until you know things kind of hopefully got back to normal, work was picking up, places were hiring again, etc. And the country was opening up. That really helped. That kept us going through what would have been a really tough time if we had just been living on Jacqueline's wage. But it all turned out for the best. In September of 2020, I got a job with Captivate, which is a podcast hosting and distribution platform. And I love it. The The people are so nice. They're so good from the top down. It's a small team. There may be 10 of us in Captivate, all told. So it's a very close, tight-knit team. All 100% remote, so that benefited me, obviously. And they're based in the UK, so it would have had to have been remote. That would have been a long, long commute. <laughs> but yeah, Captivate just, they've helped me rediscover my love for media, for creation and podcast. I've been podcasting for a few years, but on and off uh, for all of the time. They really helped me get my love back for it. And I love the job that I do. It's awesome. So I was very fortunate there. At Jacqueline's company, they moved to 100% remote. All offices closed down temporarily and they've slowly reopened up to whoever wants to go back but the people that want to stay remote working can continue to be remote working so this is what Jacqueline's doing she's 100% remote she's at home full-time working obviously full-time at the same job but able to do that from home which she loves it allows her to do so much more be much more productive and she gets to spend more time with the family because she was commuting down to Burlington every now and again and maybe spending a few days during the week down in Burlington. So she was spending time away from the family. That is now over, if you like, and she's 100% here. So that's been really good. 
It's also been bad, not bad, but different, I guess. Let me rephrase that. Having both Jacqueline and I at home all day. On plus side, we're both lucky to work from home. And that's enabled us to help kids with school during the lockdown, obviously. But also get more stuff done around the house as opposed to leaving out weekends, which normally would have been our free time. And that's made us feel less pressured to get a whole bunch of stuff done at the weekend, which then makes us tired for the start of the week, back to work, etc. Not a good mix. So it's really positive that we could both work from home 100% remote of the time. Different in that we're always around each other now. And anybody, any couple that's always around each other 24-7, you know there can be times when it's not ideal. That's not to say that, you know, we've been shouting and throwing stuff at each other. That's not our, our style. But it has been a little fraught at times. Just the basics of not feeling like you have your own space where you can just disappear and you don't have to worry about someone else needing something or whatever. And that's a really poor way of trying to describe it. But that's the kind of thing that we've been finding was a bit of a mindset change to get used to both of us being in the same place all day. But you know what? It's been fun getting used to that change. She's also found her niche in crafting and making stuff with her Cricut, which is a machine that lets you create designs for wood, metal, etc., as well as make badges, pins, ornaments, wooden norms, a whole bunch of stuff, door signs, etc. And it's been really cool to see her find this and really go with it. She's super creative, which I knew she was creative, but I never knew she was this creative. So it's been really cool to watch her designs and that come to life. And we've got a whole bunch of them around the home. She sold some to friends, family and work colleagues. And I'm currently helping her build a website to sell locally at crafts events, etc. So it's been really good to see her take that and run with it. And I know it's something she's super passionate about. And it'll be cool to see where she can take it. Union Salem's also grown so much in the last few years, which is to be expected, but they've really grown. And not just in age or height or anything, although Ewan is now a teenager, where did that come from? But they've just developed personally in so many ways. They're both super active athletes. Ewan's got his soccer, and he had soccer before he moved from Burlington, and he's continued that up here. But now he's playing for a proper rec team, a development team, which is the next stage between playing as a hockey game and hopefully going to the pro leagues. And I know that's really something Ewan wants to do. And currently to make that happen, he has to travel two hours for games and practices, etc. Which is a big commitment, but it's something he really wants to do. And he's doing it really well. He's off to Florida at the end of the month, at the end of May, to compete in an international tournament at Disney. So that's going to be super exciting for him. And I know he can't wait for that. Speaking of Disney, Salem's already there. She went to Orlando earlier this week with her mum and she's with her cheerleading team competing at the World International All-Stars at Disney. And this brings together over a thousand teams from across the globe that compete in the cheerleading competition. Salem's group performs tomorrow, which is Saturday as I record this. So I'll be sure to update you in the next episode how she got on. But she's super excited. Jacqueline's been sharing lots of photos and pictures of the trip and Salem looks in her element. So that's awesome. We've also been able to spend a lot more time going around the neighbourhood, getting to know people after a delayed start. That includes spending days and evenings at the lake, which is always nice, and with friends who have a cottage up here. The scenery, nature, and just everything around us continues to blow us away. There's always something that makes us catch our breath, whether that's a deer coming up to the house to get some food, or just the natural world around us. It really is. I, I can't put into words how stunning it is and we are so fortunate to live here and be able to experience this and we're grateful for that. Part of that is allowing our garden to grow and turn into a little nature reserve 
back in Burlington, I used to really look after the lawn and I'd get my little strimmer out and cut straight edges all down the edges and, and make it super prim and pristine. And that's gone out the window. We don't want to do that. We want to make it as nature intended. So there's no beautiful lawns. We've not got a messy lawn, but there's no beautiful lawns. I don't cut it, you know, once, twice a week or whatever. I leave it at least two, three, four weeks maybe at a time. And the same with our flower beds and bushes, etc. And we allow them to grow out. And that's allowed a very cool ecosystem of nature to live in our yard. With all sorts of birds, little animals, chipmunks, deer, and a lot more. It does help that the warmer weather is finally here after a particularly heavy winter. And the plan is to expand time on the lake. I've got a kayak, and Jacqueline got a paddleboard last year, and we just need the kids to get their own. And then we can go at any time with the lake less than a 15 minute walk from our house. They do have a little plastic kayak, but that's probably a little bit too small for them now. Certainly too small for Ewan and maybe Salem, I'm not sure. So that's something that we want to get this year. Salem really enjoyed testing out Jacqueline's paddleboard last year, so we may get that for her. And I know Ewan prefers a kayak, so we'll see how it goes. I know I've probably forgotten a few things, but so much has happened that that's understandable. I'm looking forward to getting back in the saddle, so to speak, with this podcast and also bringing on Jacqueline and hopefully the kids to talk about their own experiences and thoughts since moving here given all that's happened in the last few years. There's a lot to catch up on. Until next time, live happily. If you enjoy a downsized life, be sure to share it with friends and family and others who might enjoy it too. And we'll see you next time. (laughs) 